This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for inspiration and transformation as we work to keep it together while parenting our tweens and teens. This is real work, people. And when we can focus on our own growth and nurturing the connection with our kids, we can move through the turbulence in a way that allows for relationships to remain intact. My name's Casey O'Rourke. I am your fearless host. I'm a positive discipline trainer, space holder, coach, and the adolescent lead at Sproutable. Also, mama to a 20-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old son, I am walking right beside you on the path of raising our kids with positive discipline and conscious parenting. This show is meant to be a resource to you, and I work really hard to keep it really real, transparent, and authentic so that you feel seen and supported. Today is a solo show, and I'm confident that what I share will be useful to you. Please don't forget, sharing truly is caring. If you love today's show, please, please pass the link around, snap a screenshot, post it on your socials, or text it to your friends. Together, we can make an even bigger impact on families around the globe. If you're feeling extra special, you can rate and review us over in Apple Podcasts. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Hi, hi. Welcome to the first episode, the first solo episode of 2024. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so honored that you're listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We are a few days in. Did you listen to my New Year's Day show with Natalie Kogan? Ah, what a powerhouse she is. Oh my gosh. I love getting to know the guests who are on my show and hearing their stories. And it's always just so interesting to me to hear the twists and the turns and the pivots that, you know, people move through over the course of, you know, their current lifetime. I love hearing stories about recognizing what matters most. And then people who are like, okay, I know what matters most. And now I'm going to move in that direction. I'm going to dedicate my life to moving towards what matters most to me. Natalie's story was so inspiring like that. 
her immigrant background story. I mean, I can't even imagine being a 13-year-old and moving to the United States and not knowing the language, not knowing the culture and being thrust in. I mean, I can't wrap my head around it. And, you know, all the success that she was able to accomplish, everything she was able to do from that foundational experience, her grit, right? And then her breakdown, her dark night of the soul and using it to create work that is literally changing the lives of others. It's just so cool, so beyond. And I love in our conversation when she said, hey, you don't have to have a breakdown. You don't have to have a dark night of the soul to move towards a more balanced and thoughtful life, right? I love that. And I think that's true, right? I love that she talked about that daily commitment to ourselves. And I especially loved and aligned with her saying and acknowledging that the most powerful thing we can do for our kids is to be a model of what showing up each day with self-compassion looks like right? It feels like, and I know, I see you, I get it. We want really concrete answers to how do we bring this to our kids? How do we shift their behavior? How do we, you know, do the things? And the power of the modeling, it's everything, right? Without it, you know, it everything else falls flat. So yes, so good. And I have her awesome human journal, That's what she was on promoting on Monday. If you haven't listened to that show, maybe pause this show, listen, and come back because it was really good. But the Awesome Human Journal is what she was promoting. I love it. And I have made a commitment to myself to move through it each night at bedtime, to use it each night at bedtime. That's what works for me. And as I mentioned on Monday, I love that this particular journal, it's super prompted. So, you know, in the mornings, I like to long form journal and I like to decide what I'm writing about. But in the evenings, as I come to bed, you know, there's shorter prompts, there's smaller spaces, I'm led through a process. And I really, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. So, Yeah. Awesome human journal. Throughout the book, she has these notes to self quotes, which I also love. Like she's just so wise. And the first one says, don't do this day like a chore. Do it like it's a gift you're excited to open. (gasps) I love that invitation. Don't do this day like a chore. Do it like it's a gift you're excited to open. As we roll into a new year. What if we held that as the mantra? Don't do this year as if it's a chore. Do it like it's a gift you're excited to open. That might be a little too big, right? So we can also hold it in the day. Don't do this task like it's a chore. Do it like it's a gift you're excited to open. We're going to come back to this quote. Imagine what our experience would be if we took those words and that invitation to heart. Imagine, I'm into it right? It is inspiring me. Even as I sit down and create this episode for you, how exciting to be in creation, right? Of something that I think will be meaningful for all of us. That's always my goal. 
when I create podcasts for you. And I'm a human being. So some days it does feel like, oh God, I got to get it podcast written. I got to record it. I got to do all the things. It becomes a chore, right? And when I listen back to my shows, I can hear when it's more of a chore and when it's more of an exciting unfolding. And I want your experience to be one of, ooh, a new podcast with Casey. How exciting. Gift that you get to open, right? So good. So here we are at the start of a new calendar year, right? I don't, you know, I know it's just a date, whatever, right? It's just another month. But I I always get swept up in the new year energy, right? And I definitely am someone who feels like it's the start. It could potentially be the start of something new, right? I potentially could be that anything truly is possible. We're at the start of a new year. And I love that. Like I want to live inside of that. So yes to January, yes to the energy of the new year. And for those of you that have been keeping up, I spent December really urging you to take stock in how things had been going with your teens throughout the last year and doing a little work around where do you want to head? How do you want it to feel? right? What do you want to practice? And I'm curious about where you landed. And I'm wondering if you are in that, also in the wondering of, okay, so how do I align my head with my heart? How do I align my practices with what I want? You know, and I want you to think about if you haven't already, like that, come back to those two questions of, How do you want to feel and what do you want to create in your life, in your relationships with your teens, with your partner? How do you want to feel inside of that bubble, right? How do you want to be influencing and dealing with people in the relating, in the reacting, right? Because that's the thing when we're talking about people, right, is you can't control their response to you. You can't, which is super annoying. But you can decide how you're going to experience them. You also get to decide how you're going to experience, you know, your own disappointment, your fear and worry, your anger when that comes up, right? Because again, we are relating to other people. And last week, back in the old year, (laughs) last week, I spent time talking about calibrating, how we calibrate ourselves to be in intersection with the world versus calibrating to the world, right? How can we show up already calibrated, right? Because, you know, if we're not being intentional about this and we're just kind of moving through our life and it's okay, it's okay. Well, it's okay until the other person or the world starts throwing shit at you, right? And literally visualizing chimps throwing shit, which by the way, they typically only do chimps throw shit, their poop. They only do that in captivity. And there is a rabbit hole that is beckoning me to dive in and connect the dots between chimps in captivity and teens autonomy being stifled and their response to that threat of their spaciousness of their autonomy, but I'm going to let that go. But there are dots to be connected there. Not by me, not today. (laughs) So the life 
and relationships in the world throws shit at you that you might not be prepared for, right? Especially if you're kind of an automatic pilot, right? And that automatic pilot of just assuming that everything's going to be fine, you know, and that, you know, the expectation that everybody's just going to do what you want. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God. Spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well-being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Hey, so I'm so excited. I want to share with you about one of our new sponsors, Starglow Media. They have this amazing show for all of you with younger kids called Mysteries About True Histories. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers and on adventures through time packed with puzzles and hidden equations, histories, and laughs. You all know Alana, our co-founder at Sproutable. She listened to the show with her seven-year-old and loved it. They would pause the show and try to figure out the math problems together, loved learning about different cultures and the histories around the world. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and so much more. Math is geared math is what they call it. Math is geared towards kids six and over, but can be enjoyed by the entire family. Episodes drop every Thursday and they're about 15 minutes. Perfect length for the car rides, mealtime, break time, bedtime. Each episode is stacked with so much laughter and your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories math with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. So there's a personal calibration that we get to do each and every day. And I think about it like, you know, my husband's truck, or which I like to call the other woman. <laughs> my husband has this big truck that he's obsessed with. He loves it. He's had it for 20 years. It's never going away. I've He's pretty much rebuilt the whole engine. Anyway, before he goes anywhere in it, he has to turn it on to warm up, right? It needs to calibrate. It needs to prepare. It needs to get ready for driving down the road, right? So my husband has to warm up his truck. 
Natalie used the metaphor during our podcast of fuel, like our we need fuel in the context of kind of that self-care practice. We need to continue to tend to self and to fuel up. We wouldn't not put fuel in our car, right? She was talking about it as how self-care gets squeezed out of our schedule. Like it's not important enough to be at the top of the list. So we put it at the bottom of the list. And then some days we're like, well, no time, not doing it. And she was talking about, you know, when there's, when we're on empty in our car, there's no room to say, well, don't have time to get gas. Just going to drive on empty. You know, if we do that, our car stalls out. Same is true for us, right? And I think there's something there. So there's that piece of fueling up, but there's also something around this like warming up, you know, like an athlete, right? For those of you, I know some of you are runners. God bless you. I am not a runner, (laughs) but I sometimes go to yoga. I do other things. And there's always a warm up, warming up our bodies to prepare for what we're going to ask them to do, right? The warm up, the preparation, right? So how are we warming ourselves up? for the emotional roller coaster of adolescence, right? That some of you are in that daily or even hourly roller coaster. Some of us, you know, we're in that we're in the flow, but no, it's, you know, probably going to ebb sometime soon. How are we warming ourselves up for the unexpected things that can show up in our day? Right? And obviously this is the work that I am so passionate about. This is what I talk about all the time here on the pod. And we'll continue to talk about as we move into this new year, right? Because it's everything. It's foundational. And when we have a daily practice of warming up, right? And coming back to, okay, right. What do I want to feel? Where can I feel it in my body, right? This is the warm up, like a little bit of stillness or some writing or some movement, but intentionally tuning into what do I want to feel? How do I want to feel? Bringing that to life, animating that, as I like to say, in the body. What do I want to create today in my experiences? For me, right? What do I want to create? And so that warm up is really finding, like searching for it until, oh yeah, there it is. And everybody has different ways of accessing, right? Different ways of accessing, like, If I want to create connection in my day, I'm going to start with like really connecting with myself. And what does that feel like for me? I get to explore that. I want to bring more focus to my day, right? That's always something less distraction, more focus. So what does that mean? How is that going to feel? What is the warm up to bringing more focus, less distraction to my day? And I'm asking these questions, not because there's a right answer. There's going to be an answer for me right? To access focus at the start of my day so that I have a place to come back to when I notice, oh, distracted, I'm going to come back to focus, right? So it's personal and it's an exploration, right? And when we have this daily practice, we're also keeping our compass pointed in the direction we want to go in, right? We're better equipped to consider the struggles we're having with our teens from a solution-focused place, and we are more likely to remember to go under the surface of the iceberg. And, you know, remember, like, this is important, right? And sometimes 
you know, there's the stress of the struggle or there's that moment of realizing there is a struggle and we get, you know, this activation and, ah, we got to fix this. We got to shut it down. We forget sometimes in that reactivity that, okay, wait, we're looking for solutions, not blame, right? What's going on under the surface? It's easy to forget that because we're so geared up to fix things, right? That we forget to take the time to do the work to dig in. So again, when we're warmed up, right? When we have that daily warm up and those things show up, we're going to be more likely, okay, wait, hold up. I'm activated. Let's take a pause. Let's go under the surface and just have more of a consideration when situations pop up, right? Hopefully lending itself to needing to do less repair, right? And you know what I also think the daily warm-up helps us with? Seeing our whole teen, seeing all the parts of them, not just what isn't working right now or where they're getting into mischief. And I've talked a lot about this with clients lately. You know, they're so worried about certain behaviors that they forget that there's this whole other part of their teen that they're not connecting with because they're hyper-focused on, you know, where they're coming up short, right? So I've said this before, and I'm going to come back to it because it's powerful. The most useful tool, the most powerful tool we have for influencing the behavior of our teens is the relationship that we nurture with them. Added to that, the most powerful tool we have for influencing our teens' perception of themselves is what we're spending time focused on with them, right? The most powerful tool we have for influencing whether or not our teens will grow into young adults who want to pick up the phone when we call and spend time with us is how we're making them feel right now. How are you making your teen feel? right? How are your interactions with your teens influencing the relationship that you have with them? And if you're like, I don't know, ask them, hey, you know, when we connect or when we talk, how do I make you feel? How do I make you feel about yourself? And then be prepared to hear, right? And you've heard me invite you into this work on the pod before. Be prepared to hear what they have to say and hold it as their equally valid separate reality, right? Sometimes when you hear, well, you make me kind of feel like shit or you make me feel like I'm not capable or you make me feel like a big disappointment, right? It's often in our nature to want to say, whoa, 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 that's not true, right? Or that's not what I meant to do. Just receive the feedback. Okay, wow, that must be really hard to hold. I'm sorry that I make you feel that way. I'm really working on showing up differently and listening to this fabulous podcast, right? But keep in mind, bringing it back to the warm-up. When we are warmed up and in our grounded, authentic, transparent, centered way of being, right? We can receive that feedback. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. Also, we can see beyond going back to seeing the whole kid. We can see beyond what we're worried about and delight in the person our teen is becoming. I have a beloved client who has just, I imagine, a very cool child. I would love to meet them one day. And you know, we were talking recently on a call and she's really concerned with some of his choices. So concerned that it's getting in the way of her daily existence. Just, she's just worried, which is okay. Like no shame in that. She's really worried and it's really hard to not feel like every interaction is a harp on the things that he's not doing or the things that he's doing that are not okay. And I asked her, what do you love about your kid? What are their strengths? And she listed off all these amazing things, determination, funny, cares about people. He's a helper, right? And I reminded her that this is a place where she can come back to when she's really feeling that spin out around some of his not so great choices, right? This is a kid that has so much to delight in right? Who he is and what he does in the world, how he shows up. There's so much to delight in, right? And the mischief making and our attachment to the worry and fear is actually robbing, robbing the relationship from that delight, right? Let's delight in our kids. What happens if we can delight in our kids, and make it a part of our warm up. Like, what do I delight in? I love the word delight. And I'm thinking about that, you know, note to self from Natalie too, in this context around communicating and because we can delight in them, right? And we still have to have hard conversations. It's still a thing. Or we still have to, you know, talk about things like chores and, you know, homework and shit like that. So thinking about the note to self from Natalie, don't do this day like a chore, do it like it's a gift you're excited to open. How can we put that into play when it comes to our interactions with our teens? Don't have a conversation like it's a chore, have it like it's a gift you're excited to open. What might happen if we shift the energy we bring to our interactions with our teens in this direction? One, they might think we're nuts. (laughs) That's okay. Two, they might catch the energy. They might be swept up in the energy. They might be more easygoing. They might be more agreeable. Or they might double down in their resistance to you, in which case, because you've done the warm up, that daily warm up, you'll have that energetic capacity to respond with, whoa, 
that was an intense response. What's going on for you? I literally just practiced this with my son. He has so many clothes. He loves the Goodwill and he doesn't purge. He just consumes. So it's a crazy town in his room with his clothes. So I said to him, hey, babe, which day? I've already kind of brought this up, but this, so now I'm like narrowing it down. I said, which day do you want help with purging your clothes, tomorrow or Friday? Now he can't see me because I'm calling out from my office. But as I said it, my eyes were wide and literally my hands were, I was rubbing my hands together in this practice, in anticipation and excitement. Like this is the gift, okay? Which day do you want help with purging your clothes, right? It's gonna be so fun. I didn't say that, but that's kind of the energy I was bringing, right? My energy is up, up, up. I'm also holding that this is something that's gonna happen, but he gets to be in charge of the one. I could hear him from downstairs say, Friday with kind of low affect. And I said, great, I can do that. Friday morning is perfect. Since I have an appointment in town at two, we can drop the bags off at the Goodwill. Great, done, interaction done. It was smooth with seemingly no resistance, right? The next test, will be Friday morning when I remind him, okay, sweet, it's Friday morning. I'm gonna help you purging your clothes. What can this look like? What do you wanna start with? I'm gonna keep that excited to unwrap the gift that is the purge and keep that energy going. I'm gonna do a warm up that morning, personal warm up, which to me is my soul care time. Like, what do I need to access what I wanna bring to this interaction, right? I'll be keeping that in mind. Again, There's going to be a real difference in the experience if I show up to it as a chore. Like, okay, here we go. We got to do it. Sorry, buddy, but this is what's going to happen. And or, all right, it's time. Let's go. Should we pick some music? That'll be hard for me because I'm not a big fan of his music choice. But I know there are places where we can find alignment and I can deal. How will this experience play out if I hold an energy of lightness? and show up expecting, hey, we're going to get it done. And I get to bring the expectation that we can work together, right? I get to influence the experience, even if he's like, uh, I don't want to. I know, I know, but we get to, and it's going to be amazing when all of this is cleared out. You're going to feel so good doing it together. What do you want to start with? Pants, sweatshirts. He's got like 500 sweatshirts. We could literally open a hoodie shop. So yeah, I'm into this. I'm into this. And I'm in the practice too, alongside all of you. Do it like it's a gift you're excited to open. Yes. Okay. So this week's homework for all you listeners, this week's homework, get a piece of paper if you need to, open your notes app on your phone, warm up for your day, right? That's the first bit of homework, whatever that looks like for you. You've heard me talk about so many different ways to start your day from a more grounded place. Build in time for yourself every morning, even if it's only five minutes a day, to access how do you want to feel, what do you want to create before the day starts. Something that I do that helps me remember that I did this practice is I'll put it on a sticky note and I'll put it somewhere close by where I spend most of my day. So I can be like, all right, pull my shoulders back, come back to that quality that I want to bring more of. And it's okay if it's the same thing every day. You don't need to like, you know, reinvent the wheel every day. So that's the first bit of homework, creating the warm up, right? And then the second piece of homework is having at least one interaction with your teen where you do it like it's a gift you're excited to open and see what plays out. 
right? And then try it again using what you learned from the first go around, right? So have that first interaction. And then what are you learning? What do you notice? How can you put it into play for a second interaction and see what happens, right? I love this. So I'm going to bring you homework each week on the solo shows. And I'm going to invite you to take what you hear and integrate it into your life, right? Let's see how that feels. You can share your homework with our community at the Joyful Courage for Parents of Teens Facebook group. I'm going to post weekly about the homework from the podcast and I'm going to encourage discussion. I'm really going to hold that you all are going to show up to this discussion. So the post is going to be there. Jump in there, set your notifications so that you can see when I post in the group. Be in the group, right? If you're not already, Joyful Courage for Parents of Teens on Facebook, it's free. I'm going to do this post every Thursday when the solo show comes out where I'm going to remind you what the homework invitation is and invite discussion. Let's hear how it's going. Let's connect around the work that we're doing as parents of teens. All right? Yes. Here's to a connected new year, my friends. So excited. I'm so grateful for you. And I hope that you have a great day. Drink lots of water. Take some breaths. Get out in nature. You're awesome. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Thank you so much to my Sproutable partners, Julieta and Alana, as well as Danielle and Chris Mann and the team at Podshaper for all the support with getting this show out there and helping it to sound so good. Check out our offers for parents with kids of all ages and sign up for our newsletter to stay better connected at besproutable.com. Tune back in on Monday for a brand new interview and I will be back solo with you next Thursday. Have a great day. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.